Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirim Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now on Masach Pesachim Daf Chaf Amud Bet. Continue with our exploration of issues of Yisurei Hanaa. Itmar Hanaa Balo Adam Bal Korcho. If a person has Hanaa that comes against his will, um, uh, a person is uh, walking past a store and smells something or uh, sees something. Abayamar Muteret says you're a lot of benefit from it. Ravara Sura. Now, there are two versions of this. First version, So, certainly, if you could get out of it, and you intend to get Hanah, or you can't get out of it, and you intend to get Hanah, in this version, everybody agrees it's Asur. Meaning, as long as you intend to get Hanah, it's Asur. If you can't get out of it and you don't intend it, then obviously it's mutar. There's nothing you could do. We're talking about a, the, the, this, the dispute between Abai and Rava in this first version is a case where you could get out of it, but you don't intend on not. You could take a different street. You walk down the street, you smell some things that are asur, let's say uh, smells of a bodhazara, but you don't intend to smell them. <laughs> who says Kavana does not define the act uh, it's certainly Asur because your intent is not the issue they are disagreeing only within the world of Rabbi Shimon we saw Rabbi Shimon plenty in Masach Shabbat and therefore if you do an act what your intent is really defines the act and therefore here you could move away but the Hana'a is something you're not intending. So Abaye is Rabbi Shimon. Abaye is just playing Rabbi Shimon straight. Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon only said what he did, where you can't avoid it. Like you're dragging something across the, across the lawn, or across the dirt, and you don't intend to make a ditch. Uh, that's the classic case of Greira. But, ha, where you have a choice, you could walk a different way. Lo, he wouldn't extend it. Ikadamid is a second version, which seems to be the one that Gemara prefers from the ensuing discussion. If it's a situation where you could get out of it, but you have no intent, that's exactly the universe of Rabbi Shimon. In other words, the one that we just said was the Machloket, is really the Machloket of Rabbi Shimon. If you couldn't get out of it and had no intent, so again, there's no way that you could say that that's anything but Mutar. They disagreed about the opposite case, which is when you couldn't get out of it, but now you have intent. Now we flip it. According to Rabbi Shimon, who says, Kavanah defines it, it's Asur, because it doesn't matter whether you could or couldn't get out of it, you're intending Hana'ah. The Machloket is within Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, I don't care about your intent, what matters is what you're doing. So, Efshar Asur, and therefore, if you could get out of it, it's Asur. And therefore, if you couldn't get out of it, the fact that you're having intent doesn't make a difference. Abaye Kribihuda, and therefore Abaye in this version is simply following Kribihuda straight. Rava Malachan, Rava says, When did Rabbi Yehuda say that intent doesn't make a difference? Elul Chumra, meaning even your lack of intent of an Isur is going to be construed as an intent, as intent. But to say that you're having intent is going to be as lenient as if you didn't have intent, lo, Rabbi Yudah wouldn't say that. How could I, how do I know that, uh, that 
your if you can't get out of the situation, even intending Hana'a is not a problem. Tatanya. Lived before the Mikdash was destroyed, and he was he would sit in the shade of the Beit Hamikdash with Kulo and teach Torah. meaning that that was where he was sitting. and he intended to get Hana'ah answer is The Beit Hamikdash is built for its inside. Meaning that the, the, uh, getting the shade from the outside is not really Hana'ah from Mikdash. Amarava Manamin Alan, Rava says, now I'll prove to you that it's Asur. Dinan, this is in Midot, Lulina Yiptuchin, Valiapet Kotshia Kodoshim, there were windows that were opened into the Kodosh Kodoshim. That's how they would lower workers through in boxes. Workers who had to go in and repair would go in without being able to see the Beit Kodesh Kodoshim except that which was necessary. So you see, here's a situation where there's no other way out, they have to go in there, and they're intending Hana'ah, they are sore, and we say they're not allowed to. Batispro, let's think about it. This goes back to Rebbe's Beit Midrash. That voice, vision, seeing something, and smell don't have Me'ilah, which means if you look at the Mikdash, in some part of the Mikdash, or you, um, or you, uh, smell something from the Mikdash and get Hana'ah, that's not called Me'ilah. You're not, that's not called a violation of Kodesh. This whole thing about putting them in a box is a special thing for the Kodesh Kodoshim and doesn't speak to the general issue of Isra Hana'at. Ikada Amri, some people actually saw this as going the opposite way. In other words, they said that seeing something as, a, as an example of Mikdash is not Mi'ilah, and his inference is Mi'ilah, who the lake of there's no Mi'ilah. But there is an Isur involved. My love, isn't that talking about for the workers who are inside? And they can't go anywhere else, but they're intending, they have to intend, they have to look where they're working. No, it means the guys on the outside where they are Efshar, which means they could walk away. Alright, so no good proof either way here. Gufa, Amr B'Shem Pazim B'Shem Alim B'Shem Kapra. Let's look at this issue. Kol Marevreach Ein Ben Mishum Mi'ilah. Verech Ein Bo Mishum Mi'ilah. There's no Mi'ilah associated with smell. The Hatanya, we have the bright. Am Fatem Etaktorah Lid Lamed Ba'ol Mosralat Sibur Patur. If you make the Torah, you're not allowed to make the Torah for yourself. But if you make it in order to learn how to do it, or in order to then give it over to the Beit Beit Hamikdash, Patur. But Laharech Ba, if you make it in order to smell it, Chayav. If you smell it, you're patur uh, from the isur of But ma'al, there is me'il associated with smelling the Torah. So you see that smell has me'ila. So let's fix the statement. Sounds and sights never have me'ila. There's no mamash to the hana'ah. Reach, a smell, lachasha, talatimrato, once the, the column has already gone up, ain't what we show me, why? The mitzvah has already been done, which is inflaming the, the incense. But beforehand, in other words, while it's still unburned, then there is me'ilah. Now, you're going to tell me that once the mitzvah, something has been done, me'ilah doesn't apply. For a trumata deshen, trumata deshen, is the ashes that have already been burned, 
And Vinasek Mitzvata, the Kohen goes and takes one little bit of it off Mizbeach and puts it in the Deshen. And there's still Mila Dichtiv, Samo Yitzal Mizbeach, meaning Shalom Yifazer, Samo Shalom Yane, you have to put it there and not get on the off from it. So you see that here, Trumat Deshen, Davar Shanasek Mitzvato, and Mila still applies. So you can't say that about the Torah. The answer is Mishum Davar Trumat Deshen, Videi Kunash, Nikhluim, Ban Kachad. Shumat Adeshen, as we just saw, and Bigdei Kuna, as we'll see in a minute, both teach us the principle that Mila applies even after the mitzvah has already been accomplished. <coughs> and now the rule of Shnei Tuvim Ba'in Kechad, Ein Malam Din, is invoked, which means when the Torah tells you the same idea twice, it must be telling you that to say that it does not apply elsewhere, because if it wanted to apply universally, it would say it once. The Kohen Gadol will take his special begadim on Yom Kippur and puts them down. What's the limud? They have to be buried and can't be used again by anybody. How that's a machloket. Rabbi Dosa says a different take. He says, you know what Nechamisham means? It means that it can't be used by a Kohen Gadol for Yom Kippur in the future, but it could be used for a Kohen Edyot. For instance, the sash could be used by a Kohen Edyot at some later time. So it's not, uh, it's not, uh, a situation where Afbishra Seit Mitzvato is still a Surbana'a. Uh, Umar in Icham Sham Shlish Tamesh Prem, Yom Kippur Macher. In Icham Sham just means you can't use it for another Yom Kippur. Michael remember, so how will he answer it? Mishum Dahavu, Shumat Adeshin, Ve Egla Arufa, Shnekzvim Bamkechad. Shumat Adeshin, we've already established, and Egla Arufa, the calf whose neck is broken, as part of that ceremony, that's Shnekzvim. Shnekzvim Bamkechad, and Malamdin. So that only works according to everybody but Rabbi Yehuda, who says Shnei Tuvim in Malamdin. Malamdin, Rabbi Yehuda says Shnei Tuvim Bamkechad in Malamdin. Shlosha, it's right, Malamdin. Shlosha in Malamdin, but two is not enough. Michael the Meimar, how will he answer it? The answer is Tremiyutik Tivi. That both in Shemat Tadeshin and in Egla Rufa, you have a word that tells you this is the only one that has its special law. Uchtiv Samo, he shall put it. Uchtiv Ha'arufa. So this, the Trumat Adeshen, and this, the, the, the calf with the broken neck, are a surbahana'a even after you've done the mitzvah with them, but not other things. And therefore the Torah, it works the way it works. Toshma. Let's say that you took either a paraduma or an eglarufa, and you put it into a pen, where both of them have the common feature that they can't be worked. That invalidates them. And you brought it into a pen, and it threshed on its own, but if you brought it in so it should nurse, or should it should thresh, then it's invalid. Here it's low Fshar, because it has to be in the pen, but you're intending, you're putting it in for that purpose. It supports Rava. Now this is not an issue of Hana'ah, but we're looking at the same framework, which is, that is considered to be a deliberate act. Here we have a special pasuk of the Egla Rufa. The Egla Rufa can't be, have been worked. Then it should even be in the Reisha when it came in on its own and, uh, and, uh, and thrashed that it should be, uh, that it should be pasul. So the answer is, it's more similar to this Mishnah in Parah. If a bird rested on its back. Shera, the paraduma still kasher. Allah leha zahar, but if it was mounted by a male, psula. So my time, what's the reason? Rapapa iktiv avad vikarin avad, if it was written ayin bet dalad, and we read it asher lo avad ba, meaning an active verb, 
David Ba'ihu, you yourself would have to do the work to make the Parah invalid, or the Egla. Iktiv Ubad, if it was written with a Vav, recurring in Ubad, and read the way we read it, which is passive, Afilu Melanami, then it doesn't matter how the work happened, it's Pasul. Hashiktiv Avad, it's written, Ayin Betal, recurring in Ubad, but we read it Ubad. So this is very much like, and as again, our Papa, as he did with Kiyiten Kiyutan, with Heksher Zoraim. Heksher, right. Just like when you do something actively, it's what you want. Even if something happens inadvertently, it has to be something you want. And so therefore, a bird resting on the back of a cow, what do you care? But it being mounted for purposes of breeding, you might want. So If you have an, found an Aveda, you shouldn't stretch it out on a bed or on a, a, a hanger or something. For your own purposes. But you could stretch it out if it's for its purposes. Like it needs to be stretched out, it needs to get some sun. But let's say you have guests. You can't use it for either purpose. So it sounds like that here it's Lo Afshar, Vikamachavain, and it's Asur. It sounds like Rava. Shanihatam the Kalila. There you're actually going to destroy it. It's not a question of Hana'a, it's a question of damage. Imishum ain't abisha, either because you have guests around and you have ayin hara, however you interpret ayin hara, imishum ganavi, or because now it'll be available to ganavi, and they'll know it's there. So Toshma, the famous Mishnah Kilai, Mochreik Sut Mochrin Kedarkan, people who sell garments can sell in a normal way, and they can, that means shatnez, they can wear the shatnez on. As long as they don't intend in the summer to use it to cool themselves or in the winter to warm themselves up. The from guys, they put it up on a stick behind them. But you're allowed to wear it. And that's clearly a Rabbi Shimon uh, piece. You could do it the other way. Hold it up on the, on the, on the pole. And so even though it's Efshar, uh, it's, it's Efshar, meaning there's another way around it. But since you're not having intent to get Hanar from it, it's Mutter. So the one thing that we've settled in this whole piece, and that's as far as we're going to get, is that in the first version of the Machloket, which is the situation of Efshar, meaning you could move away, but you don't have coming off for the uh, intent. Rava said it's also, that proves that that version, at least, of Rava is incorrect. If Rava really intended the second version, which seemed to be the main uh, focus of the Gemara, then we really have not proven either position to be more accurate. Okay, we'll pause at this point. We'll pick it up with the last podcast in the Sugya. The next time, in the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.